This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And it's it's a new week A new yeah, day a new Everyone's day is dawning. Andre. Henri. <laughs> um, yeah, it was not like super intense. It just rained a lot here, at least. I don't know about your neck of the woods. Well, I was at the beach, but oh. it wasn't bad. Like me and my friends made the best of it. Like we were on the beach Friday and Saturday. We obviously just came home yesterday, but like it it was nature. It it rained. There were surfers in the water. They were catching those waves. We were oh, just wow watching but yeah it was it was i guess they now just take precaution because if they don't tell people it's like a hurricane that's bad yeah i think it was like maybe supposed to be worse than it was i don't know like i thought it was gonna be like unsafe to go outside on sunday and it just was like unpleasant so however they still still have those videos i saw over instagram of like the subway flooding oh, people's apartments oh, and coming yeah. through the uh-uh. light street the light no fixtures. no 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 oh, yeah right. i'm in i'm in my new apartment and i was thankful no knock on wood no like leaky roof or <laughs> ceiling or whatever i don't know like everything is every, you know like that first rainstorm when you move into a new place and you're like okay like are we are we good <laughs> the first of like anything in a new place is like you're like oh right shit. it's like the first like the first time it gets really hot or really cold, the first time it rains a lot, like the first, I don't know. There's just like, as like a person with anxiety, <laughs> just so many scenarios. <laughs> I used my dishwasher for the first time last night. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm like so let's jealous. let's hope there's not like water all over the floor. Like, I don't know. You just, you never quite know. <laughs> I'm so glad that everything's okay though. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I'm glad that you had a nice little beach trip before Henri. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it. Thanks for listening. So um, <laughs> I would say the, the Real Housewives of Potomac are having a little less nice of a trip to Williamsburg <laughs> because they just they cannot it's, get through like one group activity without everything kind of blowing up right now. They're like labeling it to like Williamsburg day two. They're like, oh, um, God, I noticed that, too. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, damn, I, it feels like we've been here for longer, but like. I guess it really is only day two. And I love that Ashley just pops in for like, I, it could have been like from the amount of footage we saw, it could have been a full day. It could have been like two hours. Yeah. I don't really know, but she, she got in and let me tell you, she got the job done. She understood the assignment and she, she brought the mess, dropped it off in like a little takeout container and then probably was like, Okay, I'm gonna go. Let me grab my milk out of the freezer. No joke. That's like perfect explanation. That's like what she did. The thing 
Well, we're talking about Ashley. The thing that annoys me about like any group trip in general, but this one in particular is like the drama that keeps happening at each of the events doesn't involve everyone. So it is kind of must be annoying for them to like every single meal or every single activity, the same thing comes up. And then everyone's like, Oh, here we go again. Like Candace is just like, God, can we, can we like, what is happening now? It's, it actually is really, it's really like strange to see Candace sort of being, (laughs) the voice of reason all of a sudden that she is the one out of of all the kind of current dramas that are happening. You know, we have Karen and Giselle, we have Wendy with, you know, an assortment of people. There's like some Mia, you know, Candace is the one that's really least involved in all of it, which is not a position we're used to seeing her in. And I think it's great to see her sort of, being the voice of reason in the room. And especially at the end of this episode, when she's talking to Ashley in the kitchen and she's like, no, like, what are you doing? Like, what did you think was going to happen? How did you think this was all going to go down? We've seen Candace be so reactionary on this show. And so kind of like quick to, you know, cut someone to the core or to like really make a dig at someone. And it's, it's kind of fun to see her in a different role right now. Okay, so last night was like my aha of I was like, wow, I'm like enjoying Candace. Like I didn't mm-hmm. know I knew I was eventually like going to. I I was like, I'll see. But I was like, I actually like her this season. Like her interviews are funny. She's funny and, and like, but when they when that scene happened and Ashley closed the door and Candace was standing there, I was like, wait, this is like a horror movie. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you know that Candace saw Ashley get up to leave and was like, let me go say something. And I really appreciate I appreciate no, that was. energy. Um, okay, so let's rewind a little bit. I was gonna say fast forward, but that's not how uh no. VCRs work. Um, okay, we're rewinding to the beginning of the episode. So it's the morning after the ladies in the main house are, you know, just chilling, enjoying their breakfast. The ladies breakfast in- is hot. So come on. Giselle's getting her crispy edge pancakes. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, the ladies in the cottage are struggling to figure out this golf cart situation. It's a little strange to me that there's not like somebody on the property to drive the golf cart. Like I, I kind of assume you would have like, uh, or like a sprinter van because like that was five minutes away. So I feel like yeah, that's what golf oh, carts. Oh, did they are say it was up. five minutes? Last episode, they were like it's five minutes away, like down the road or something. So I was like, I don't know, just would be nice to have like a driver five, drive them yeah. like, to the I, house. Okay, it, being on a golf cart is a much different experience than being in a car. Like a five minute drive on a golf cart when you've like done your hair and makeup and all of that, like (laughs) also doesn't go the same speed as a car. It's not, that's not like comfy. Like you feel like you're on that for a long time, but at breakfast. Okay. So we have Giselle who hears from Mia that Karen was upset about being called a troll the night before, which I feel a little like, mm, I feel kind of meh about that because I don't think that was a comment on Karen's looks or anything. I think Karen is a troll of Giselle. And I think that that is, um, you know, if we're in a mood of, you know, like owning it and all of that, it's like Karen can own that she trolls Giselle because they troll each other and that's their relationship. Yeah. And might I I add, Mia is starting to get a little 
her fingers like intertwined in all these scenarios. <laughs> well, it's interesting because the first couple episodes of the season when Mia and Wendy were having all their issues and there was kind of, you know, they were talking more about her background and her husband and all of this stuff. She was more directly involved in the drama. And now on this trip, she's not really a main player in the right. big issues at hand. So we're seeing kind of how she, you know, just interacts in the group when she's not, you know, in the eye of the hurricane. Right. And I think that is actually good to see because obviously if you're going to be somebody who's on housewives for season after season, not every conflict is going to be directly revolving around you. And so it's good to see that you can kind of be a supporting character, but still kind of work your way in there. Um, meanwhile, like Ascala, I don't think is quite bringing that much to the no. table. You know, it was good that she asked about Giselle and Jamal's relationship status last episode, but otherwise I don't feel like she's really had many moments on this trip. Maybe, maybe she will, maybe she won't. But I, I think Mia is starting to do a better job of kind of just assimilating into the group in a way that's interesting. Yeah. She also though, hasn't gotten rid of that smirk. <laughs> so it's making it like <laughs> 10 times worse. Like everything she said, she, and she does. Oh my, she is like an actual character from like a movie. I like can't put my finger on it. She's like, mm-hmm that yeah uh-huh yes. that, you said that yes uh-huh that's that no you didn't say and I'm like that's all she's saying and doing and it's like perfect it's perfect television <laughs> and this episode she says that she was not a stripper but rather she was an entertainer at a five-star restaurant that serves steak and lobster and it, it's just so nearly funny because- everyone spit out their lunch when she said that I feel like every week we're getting a different specific explanation yes. of the of where she worked, what her job was there, what what type of establishment it was. And but it's then like, she said it; she was a stripper. Like they showed a flashback, and like she said, "I was right." A like first of all, I don't think this group would particularly care that she was yeah, a stripper. I think they all think she was a stripper anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is a little weird when I think it's um, I think Candace is the one that was like you were a lady of the night. And I'm like, I don't think that's what that means. Like lady of the night sounds a little and sketchy. And then she goes with your big feet. And I was like, what is Candace having? <laughs> she can't, she does not like Mia's feet. This is not the first yeah. time she has brought them up. It's a little You're right. like, funny wow. to me. But I hope I hope at the reunion we get a little mini segment on Candace versus Mia's feet. I'm a, I think it, we are way, way, way fast forwarding, but for talking about the reunion, but I think we will get a lot of drama because their fight, alleged fight, still hasn't even happened yet. And oh, I can't that's fucking so true. wait to see that lettuce being thrown. That I forget handful. That, I forget that we're probably not even halfway through this season. Like we have a long way to go. I should not be thinking about the reunion. I know, my we have so much VCR talk today. Rewind. Oh my rewind. god. Oh my god. Okay, so you know, Karen also tells Giselle that she thinks what Giselle said about Candace's marriage the night before was disrespectful, which I sort of have to agree with. Um, I thought it was a little weird when they were critiquing the business arrangement yeah. of Chris being the husbander. I feel like none of these women are like that close with each other. I mean, maybe like Giselle and Robin, but 
I don't think any of them are that close with Candace where they have like an intimate knowledge of how her marriage dynamic is working. So I feel like it was just a little weird. And I love that Candace's response is like, well, I've learned that Giselle is not capable of being couth 24 seven. So I just take what I can get. And it's like, honestly, if you're in a cast with someone like Giselle, I feel like that's kind of the right attitude. You have to just let some of the messiness roll off your back. It's unbelievable to me how the, she literally just finds someone else's relationship to talk about constantly. Like, I'm almost getting sick of it myself talking about it because it's like, holy crap. And last night, obviously with her and Wendy was a lot to handle too. But like, she always also when gets called out on these things is so shocked and surprised. So like what, what, what? And I was like, how did you not know that you would ever, that you will constantly get called out for saying what you said? It like doesn't make sense to me. If you talk shit and the person you talked about is confronting you, why are you all of a sudden being like, what, what? Like, I, I didn't know you did own, either stop right. talking or own what you said or say it now to the person's face. Like, I don't get this. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So Ashley arrives. She kind of debriefs with Karen. And then she debriefs with Giselle. Wait, that's so funny. Such a funny term. Like she literally debriefs. Like Oh, she she, <laughs> she sits down with Karen and is like, okay, girl, tell me what's going on. And, she's like, <gasps> and Karen, of course, is like, well, Giselle's being messy, all of this stuff. And then she immediately walks, goes to Giselle and is like, okay, so Karen said this, this, this. So we still talking about Eddie. Like, what's the deal? Like, what are we happening? Um, so they decide that because Ashley. Because Ashley has had so many, you know, rumors and things about her marriage, that she would be the ideal candidate to go talk to Wendy about the rumors about her marriage. And this is just like, I mean, not that Giselle having this conversation with Wendy would have gone any better, but it's hilarious to me that they equate the quote unquote rumors about their relationships with this like random blog story about Eddie, because it's like, what do we mean here by rumor? Because 
sure there have been a lot of um stories and allegations about Michael and Jamal, but to my knowledge, most of those things are true. So right. and that's it's like why, neither of you are in the same situation that Wendy is in right now. And that's why it's very interesting to me at the end of the episode when Karen was like, we all saw the blogs and only one person said something mm-hmm. because they all were like, that's not true. Like it's, it, it's, it is what it like. It was just written somewhere by someone random. You don't know this, this dare I say substance to it. So it, but it, it's just funny how, again, so she was the only, Giselle's the only one that said something, but she couldn't even say it to, to Wendy's face. Like there was something calculated there. And that's why Ashley was the one to say it. Well, and I think in, in some way, Giselle thought that by having Ashley sort of bring it to her, I feel like it probably went through her head that it's like, oh, if she takes it poorly, she'll take it out on Ashley and not me. But of course, Ashley, the second she starts talking to Wendy is like, so Giselle had said, which (laughs) I didn't think that was like shady of Ashley. I thought she was, I thought she was trying to present the information in, you know, the most objective way. And she said, we don't think it's true. We thought we should tell you blah, 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 blah. But of course, Wendy immediately is like, Giselle said what? To be honest, I thought Ashley did handle that really well, too. I thought she was actually like giving her the information in a really great way. And her other thought of that was, hey, if I'm the one to do it, like maybe this will fix our this will help us move forward with our friendship. I was like, um, well, maybe not. Like, maybe not. That's not the way to fix it. Like your you're not going to bond. You're not going to bond over the fact that you cheating. that you brought up her husband's cheating rumor on camera. But I'm glad I'm glad she thinks that this reminded me of like 100 years ago on New York when Alex was sent to deliver the message at that party. <laughs> it's like, it's just never <clears throat> being like the assigned bearer of bad news that has nothing to do with you is rarely a position that's going to end well. <laughs> yeah. And it, Wendy almost felt it coming. Like Ashley was about to leave and she was like, can we talk for a second? And Wendy goes, what now, Ashley? Like what? She she knows it's about to be some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Because why else would Ashley pull her aside while they're in the middle of a group event? And I don't, I wanted to know what you thought about Wendy's reaction in general, because I can't say that I 100% disagree with her, how she responded to that and, and the energy she brought back inside. I really kind of think. Okay. So I think part of it, I agree. I think her reaction was obviously intense and I feel like not everybody would have reacted with the same intensity, but I do think I understand where she's coming from. And I think she probably saw it coming, felt it coming. Maybe, you know, if, if all of them had seen this blog rumor, I'm sure Wendy had seen it too. And so she knows it's out there. And I'm sure anytime you're filming a show like this and you know, something's out there, you're always kind of like looking over your shoulder. Okay. Like, is somebody going to bring it up at this event? Is somebody going to bring it up on this trip? But I think for Wendy, what was maybe the most triggering thing is that she before I think going into this season, she and Giselle were good. Like they were friends last season. They were on good terms. You know, they hung out, all this stuff. And I think, you know, we're seven episodes into the season. 
And almost from the jump, or at least from like episode three, four, Wendy has felt like Giselle is suddenly coming for her with the body stuff and talking about her, you know, her personality change and the substance thing that we had on last week's episode. I I mean, the whole body shaming question is kind of a whole separate issue, but clearly Wendy is already kind of like, oh, Giselle now has a problem with me and I don't know, like, I don't think she knows really where it's coming from, except for maybe like jealousy or whatever. But I think it hurts probably extra bad that it's like, really, like Giselle is the one that's going to bring this up. And until a few weeks ago, I thought we were good. Right. And Wendy made it clear that the what annoyed her the most is that she did it with the cameras there and she knew what she was doing. And she like orchestrated mm-hmm. this whole thing. And like I said, and, and Giselle kept saying, I didn't believe it, Wendy. I didn't believe it. And it was, it brought me back to like all the other housewives rumors too. But you spread like, okay, no one's asking if you believed the rumor or not. That has nothing to do with it. Like stop deflecting. It's that you brought it here. You told other people. And now you're making this whole production about it. No one right. ever asked you if you believed the rumor. And she kept using that as her defense. She's like, Wendy, I didn't believe it. I don't believe yeah, the it's, rumor. It's very like Teresa and Jackie type of thing. And it's like, at the end of the day, just because you didn't invent the story or you didn't bring it up on camera with a certain intent in mind, like just because you didn't mean to make people think it was true or to like make Wendy's Wendy get a divorce or something doesn't mean that there are going to be no negative effects from it just being on the show. Like right. anytime something is on the show, even if everybody agrees that it's not true, that it cre- it turns it into a different thing. Some little rumor on a blog that, you know, maybe 500 people read is not the same issue as now a subject that all, whatever, 2 million people that watch Real Housewives of Potomac are talking about. So, you know, we leave off. Ashley is leaving. Wendy has laid down the law and she, okay, the one thing that sort of bothers me a little bit, and we've seen this on Potomac before, we've seen this on other shows too, is the um, the value and worth that is attached to whether you're in a successful relationship or whether you can keep a man or have a man or whatever. I don't love that. I always think it's like kind of a lame thing to like throw in someone's face. That being said, I understand why Wendy is like, if you're going to attack my marriage, like, focus on your own shit but at the same time i'm like it's not giselle's fault that jamal sucks right but i think in that in in their defense is that i agree with you you can't be like oh well you can't keep it but it but in that sense you don't have the experience to judge other people so it's like my husband is not treating me the way yours ex was so it's like it's not it's it's not apples to apples but i I agree it's it's like I I think there's, yeah, it's like, there's like nuance there where it's like, I get, I think you're not like a hundred percent wrong, but at the same time, like it's, it can sometimes be a little bit of a crutch. I think Karen does this probably the most where she's like, well, you don't got a man. And it's like, okay, (laughs) we know, we all know. Oh my God. I also think that Wendy's reaction, like, I agree with what you said before with, um, that they were good, her and Giselle earlier. 
But I think because of all the things that you named of Giselle doing, this was like almost a last straw for Wendy. And it, it, yeah. it, made, it led Wendy to this reaction. And that's why it was so intense. And you like felt it through the camera. She was like, really not totally. playing around. But so I, I'm curious where this is going to go, because I honestly feel like Wendy is like she is no reason to be friends with Giselle anymore. Like, I don't I mean, I don't see her. Yeah, I I feel like it's one of those things where you never say never. And obviously, if they're on the show together for, you know, let's just say five more years, there's a lot of time to, you know, for things to shift and change. But like, if you're talking about in the next 10 episodes of the season, I don't think they're making up then, you know, like maybe at the reunion, maybe in the future, but I don't think Wendy in this current, you know, kind of situation they're working through. I don't think Wendy would have a reason to want to be close with Giselle again. You know, maybe they can, maybe they can have some kind of understanding or some kind of truce, but like, I, I don't think they would want to be friends again. I almost feel like at this point, Wendy has, I feel like Wendy is better with like Karen and. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, cause it's Karen versus Giselle. Like if she's close with Karen, she doesn't need Giselle. Right. And she doesn't. And so. No. And she, Wendy was also even coming for Robin this episode, which that kind of makes sense because Robin's <laughs> oh, like yeah. <laughs> paired I'm, with Giselle. I love Robin, but unfortunately, because of her, you know, allegiance to Giselle, sometimes she's just collateral damage in these arguments. I agree. And she she kind of just sits there and waits for the opportunity to, like, yell at the person who <laughs> is talking. Well, yeah, it was it was a little weird because because Wendy was like all of a sudden talking about Robin's relationship, which I mean, they got engaged last season like they're I think they're fine like they they have their you know stuff but so does Wendy um I don't know I thought it was a little weird literally I thought it was a little weird when Wendy was like Robin you're just trying to like make to have a moment you're just like searching for a moment it's like I don't really feel like that's what's happening right now but okay I don't know I'm I don't know I don't I haven't decided yet like how much I like Wendy on this season but but in the meantime, she is definitely giving us a lot of great content. And I appreciate that. I uh, completely agree. I still like Wendy, but I'm saying I don't want to put it in that bubble of comparing like her two personalities, like like the women are doing. But which which Ashley clearly explained to her. No, it's not about the looks. It's about your personality is fully changed. That's what she said. What Right. The first thing when she got to lunch, she was like, it's your <laughs> you're completely different. But yeah, I I think just like anyone that she's might be going through something. So you know what? Because like I'm going to yeah. agree with that because no one else has anything going for them. Leave her alone. <laughs> Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost 
cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Let's talk about the Shaw's reunion because this was Ooh. also a little a little firecracker of an <laughs> sorry, I just choked. It was a little firecracker of an episode. I can't even say it without getting a little uh, a little it, choked up. It took the me drama. half the episode to digest all of their looks for it's a lot of looks. It's a um, lot of looks. I was surprised to see that they started the reunion episode at MJ's house yes. with her getting ready in the morning. And we find out that Tommy basically isn't speaking to her because of the episode of Shaz where she show she sent that video of like her boobs to Mike and Nima and Shervin. And Tommy is really upset about that. And he's upset about her comment about wanting to do a gangbang. And basically he feels like she made it seem on the show like their marriage was really terrible, which he says is not the case. And she agrees. And so I feel bad for MJ. I mean, I understand if he's like not happy that he, she sent like a boob pic to these guys, but like say your wife looks pretty when she leaves for the reunion. Yes, I agree. But I also think he he's like, don't ever embarrass me like that again, because not only did he send them the video, it was also on camera. So it was like, now the world knows that she did that. And he's just like, I feel like in that moment, they were on two different pages. Like that's how she got back at him. And he was like, whoa, like not ready for that. But she was like, hey, babe, I'll go to the end of the earth for you. And he was like, I'm not ready to talk. Like, get out of my room. I'm sleeping. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) She's like, don't you want to see me in my office? He's like, no, I don't care. Like, I. (laughs) that's just how Tommy, I think I just have to, I just, I have to come to terms with the fact that Tommy is not really my style of person. (laughs) So a lot of the things that he says and does, I find very distasteful and it's just not my cup of tea, but you know, to each their own. Um, and but I hope they're M- doing better. MJ, we've known for a really long time on this show. And I just laugh at the way she goes about, about things and does things because she, like, she's so gentle almost that she was like, what? Like I sent a boot, like she, she sent a boot. <laughs> like, I just can't like, get, I don't, I can't get mad at her for some of the things she does. Like it's, I think it's funny to me, but um I think yeah that- to me to me it's funny you don't think it's funny <laughs> like even uh-huh. when she said yeah. gangbang like she goes I know she, she was just she goes I know gangbang and everyone was hysteric laughing and she's being dead serious like she just like I don't it's her delivery is just funny to me I know I, I do th- I I think honestly everyone in this cast is just an entertaining person And there's a reason why this show, even though it's not like, I feel like people forget about it, but there's a reason why it's still around. 
And this reunion, I feel like just proves it because it's just six of them sitting there, you know, talking through their issues. And like, there's so many like layers and nuances and, you know, their relationships go so far back. Like they seemed very squished on those couches. I think they could have set up chairs. Especially when Paulina came out, I'm like, damn, get a girl a little extra space. I I need to ask because I haven't stopped thinking about this all. Yes. Night until today, until right now. Sure. When we have seen Paulina on the show, but not in full, like, you know, she's not a main character. Yeah. And so last night, because I don't know enough about how she communicates, how she speaks, whatever, when she was talking and explaining each moment last night, it seemed so thought out and scripted and, and practiced and her stopping and saying two words at a time and stopping. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe you didn't notice this. I don't know. No, but she's she, a, it, it was too much for me. And it was like, she's they a practiced. slow talker. Okay. But it's not but, even about slow. Cause I'm a fast talker, no, obviously, but it's about like, she was trying to get, like, she was like, it was almost, she lines. was trying to remember the like, note cards. Yes. Okay. Okay. I don't want to put words in the mouth of their relationship. Like, obviously we don't see what's happening behind closed doors, but when Andy asked her if she feels like Mike is controlling or I don't know how he exactly worded it. And she was, she was like, no, if I felt controlled, I like, if I was controlled, I wouldn't be here right now. Like I'm here. Cause I want to whatever, set the record straight. And I was kind of like, and she wouldn't be wearing that dress. Oh, right. I was kind of like, okay, but I also feel like, again, I don't know if this is the situation. It just kind of struck me that if Mike was controlling, he could be like, you're going to come to the reunion and you're going to say X, Y, Z, because you need to squash these rumors that everyone's saying about our relationship. So I feel like it's not that I don't believe her, but I don't think that the fact that she's there means that he is not controlling. It also is not a good look for the relationship that the entire cast feels one way. And they're saying a completely different story. Well, it's just, it's hard because, you know, she's saying he's really great with her kids. She knows he's changed all of this stuff, which is great. I mean, the stuff about the kids, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Obviously, taking everything she says at face value, it seems like he's a really good partner for her right now, but it's just, it's hard because everything that they say, especially when they're together, it feels like it's like a PR press release to make the, to make the problem go away. And it's like, you're on a reality show. Everybody's everybody here is messy. We saw it go down on camera. Like you can't just like, put out your two sentence explanation and then move on. It's like, we need to hash it out. I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I don't believe. And it seems like they, none of these people believe that Mike only tech only sexted one woman for one day. And that was it. It's like, whether or not he was like putting his dick in someone else, Mm -hmm. like, I don't believe that he was just sexting for like an hour once. And then it became this whole thing. Like, I don't, 
I don't buy it. I can almost say that that's a fact. I don't even know. And I can say it's a fact that it didn't happen. But I do have to say, I kind of like the fact that him and Jessica still keep in contact. Like, I think that's great up until up until the point where they said Paulina kind of deaded that. And so I was like, okay, I feel like that is it's so weird. It's such a weird situation that they talk. They were married. I I kind of feel like in that situation, if you're married to someone and they cheat on you and you get divorced, if I didn't have kids with that person, I don't think I would ever speak to them again. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. They talk about shoes. Apparently I don't. Right. It's like, it would be one thing if you saw them out and you were cordial or like, obviously they still somewhat run in the same circle. Gigi is in the fucking mommy and me group with her. But like he said, he didn't go to Elijah's birthday because Gigi invited Jessica. And it's like, okay, but if you were texting her about her shoes, why is then it such a big issue that you might run into her at this? I think Paul was behind that. I think. I know, but then he says she's not. And it's like, if you're trying to portray this like thing of that, you're great and you're being honest and everything, then like, just be honest about everything. And I feel like there's so much shit kind of in the attic that they can't just be honest about everything because the roof is going to cave in. I was literally just going to say the foundation of their relationship is lies. <laughs> and we are talking about the root, the whole house there's, is going to There's explode. holes in the floor. <laughs> the foundation's leaking. Like, I think I don't necessarily think that they shouldn't be together because the, if they're happy, then that's what they oh, should do. Can't live without him. She, she wouldn't want to. Um, but I do think it's like strange to watch them do this kind of like song and dance of like, everything's good. See, we were truthful about these spoof texts. And it's like, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna say like, we overcame this stuff and now we're good. It's like, be honest about the amount of stuff that you overcame. Cause it just feels like, it feels like they have agreed on a story and they're not going to admit to anything else. And now destiny is saying that she has these, you know, texts and calls from Paulina and she wasn't, it wasn't only when she was drunk and, you know, she told her something in the bathroom and it's like, Paulina can't deny that because she knows that it's true. But then Mike is like, destiny, why are you coming after my girl? Destiny, you're a liar. Destiny, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, destiny's not lying. She's not because there are more issues than you're admitting to. Right. And destiny does not want them to be together. The only thing destiny (laughs) didn't potentially lie about, but just didn't admit when she got it. I couldn't wrap my head around. This was the fillers. I I thought that was, we we have to talk about that. I I, made a note about that. When, when Andy goes, what work have you had? What work have you done? She's like, yeah, Invisalign. It's like, babe, please. (laughs) And he goes, he goes, your che- your face looks fuller. Like he he kind of put it on a silver platter for her, and she was like, "Like your cheeks no. are a little." Ugh. And then she was like, "Well, in the past, I've gotten like, oh, I thought you meant recently." No, and we're like, no. Well, how recent was the filler? Because like it's still it looks fresh. It looks pretty fresh. I think she I was. Try- <laughs> I think she was trying to get away with saying like I haven't had plastic surgery on my cheeks, and it's like. No, like we know what filler is. Like, did you have filler in your cheeks? Because if I, if, if my life depended on it, I would bet. Yes. <laughs> if I had I, to give someone my life savings also. 
I would hand it over. I would hand it right to you. It's like when you, when you like pretend to misunderstand the question to get out of answering it. And it's like destiny. Like it's hilarious when people are like, oh, I'm super open about what I've had done. Invisalign. And it's like, (laughs) we're not, we're not stupid. Um, I don't, yeah, she looks a Maybe she should chill on the Invisalign and whatever else because her face looks a little. Well, okay. I, cause I know people who do the color contacts are fun. They're fun sometimes, but it's yeah. almost too much with the other. It's stuff. giving but a little what? bit. I'm it's giving judging. a little bit like video game character. I feel like. Yeah. I, I think she's, I think she's her most beautiful when she is maybe a little more natural, but obviously do whatever you want. Um, of course. Okay, so a couple a couple little miscellaneous things. So Mike in the morning brings flowers for every woman in the cast. And so he gives these flowers to Gigi and MJ and Destiny. And when they come back from their little break, Gigi brings the flowers back. <laughs> and I love that she I love that she is giving people individual flowers and then she like hands them to Paulina and Mike's like well, I already gave Paulina flowers and she just goes and put them in the red. trash. She got red <laughs> roses though. It's which differentiates from the others, but she brought the flowers back after Mike called her a bitch. But I was like, yes, I've been wanting to see this Golnessa for a while. Now it's been a little while. But side note also, Golnessa looked, I loved her look. I loved yes. her look last Best night. Best dressed for sure. Amazing. It gave me a little Madonna vibes, but like, I loved it. But I, uh... That, Mike, Mike, that Mike. Little arg- I know the little argument between them and then they and then Reza and Mike went and they're like, what would you do? They talk us out. What would you do if like someone talked about your mom like that? Like that's crazy. These little side, and you can see the producer in the background, like waiting for them, and like they're talking up like what their strategy is. And Reza's like, we will get past. I was like, this is so the, the behind the scenes of reunions are what's funniest. Yeah. So we get a little a little bit of makeup between Reza and Mike because they're like, okay, like I want you to be, I want you and Adam to be happy. Okay. I want you and Paulina to be happy. Great. But I, I think the Mike and Gigi thing is really interesting because Gigi is like, she's like, Mike's my brother. I've known him forever. I care about him, whatever, but she can't put aside her issues about this relationship situation and obviously she has some kind of resentment toward Paulina it's it's a little hard for me to put my finger on exactly what Gigi's problem is but I also think Mike is just like kind of a dick to her yeah and I think that's the problem and I think Gigi doesn't like the fact that he doesn't recognize when she sticks up for him as their friend but Mm. was yeah I, I just put my finger on it was that last night? Did it happen or was that a preview? Sometimes they do that so much. I like can't remember when Gigi goes, don't get mad at me for saying this when she's no longer here. Talking about Paulina. Is that in the coming episodes or did No, that she, was that was last it. night. That was last night because they were talking about so um, at that point she was still sitting next to Mike and they switched seats. They were talking about the prenup because they got engaged also. Oh my god, the way he said it. He goes, guys, we're engaged. Everyone was like, wow. I feel like he wanted that to be this big celebratory moment. And everyone was kind of like, oh. Oh my God. If you get engaged, would you if would you literally die if that was everyone you know's reaction? When <laughs> Destiny just says knock on wood. <laughs> in in Farsi, I'm like, oh my 
God. It's terrible. <sighs> it's a cute story, though, about involving her son. I, I, I like yes. that. Okay. I don't know. But the relationship as grown adults, I love, like we said, is so good with the kids. But like, you two are what? You can't use the kids as like, what's making you a good person to your significant other. You have to yeah. be a good person to her as well. I don't know, man. But he's seeing a I, spiritual healer, so everything is do, fine. Do we know if this reunion is two parts or three? Because they said they said the reunion continues, but I don't. I feel, I would be kind of surprised if they gave them three parts, but we'll see. I thought um, we said we were done with three parts. God. <laughs> you got to earn it, like Bever- Beverly Hills, the season three, automatic. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> Ask us if okay. you. <laughs> Just ask us what we think, and then we will tell you how many parts each reunion needs to be for what show. Thank you. Yeah, every Bravo, like three weeks before the finale of every show, just slide into our DMs and be like, okay, like how, what are we feeling? And we'll say like two or three. Does that sound good? I love it. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'll reach out to Bravo at at our earliest convenience. Uh, Great. That is going to do it for us today. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.